Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find out more about me and my life coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. Today I'm going to continue reading from and discussing the book Money and the Law of Attraction, Learning to Attract Wealth, Health, and Happiness written by Esther and Jerry Hicks, which is the teachings of Abraham. But before I get to the book, I wanted to share a really nice win that one of my clients had. He came to me because he wanted coaching on how to use the law of attraction to help him attract a new job, a better job. So we went through all the aspects of what he wanted in detail, and he used all the processes and techniques Uh, He got from coaching, and it only took about four weeks, and he saw a few ads for jobs that looked very close to what he wanted, and one in particular was exactly what he wanted, and he got called back five times for that job, and I just found out he got the job. So that's very exciting, and it just shows the law of attraction works if you know how to use it in the right way. So that's very exciting. For all of us, because it just demonstrates that. And now I'm going to continue reading from Money and the Law of Attraction. And this section is called, My Universe Responds to My Attention To... Most people believe, or want to believe, that everything in the universe responds to their words in the same way that other people around them can sometimes be trained to behave. When you tell someone, yes, come to me, you expect them to come. When you say no, go away from me, you expect them to go. But you live in an attraction-based universe, an inclusion-based universe, which simply means there is no such thing as no. When you give your attention to something wanted and you say yes, come to me, you include it in your vibration and the law of attraction begins the process of bringing it. But When you look at something unwanted and say, no, I do not want you, go away, the universe brings that also. Your attention to it, and therefore your vibrational alignment with it, is what's causing the response, not your words. And so as you say, perfect health, I seek you, I want you, I bask in the idea of perfect health, you are attracting health. But as you say, sickness, I do not want you, you are attracting sickness. As you say, no, 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 it's coming closer and closer and closer because the more you struggle against something that you do not want, the more engulfed in it you become. People often believe that once they find their perfect mate or achieve their perfect body weight or accumulate enough money, then once and for all, they will also find the happiness that they seek. But nowhere is there a little corner of something where only positive aspects exist. The perfect balance of the universe says that positive and negative, wanted and unwanted, exists in all particles of the universe. When you as the creator and chooser, the definer, the decider, that becomes what you live in all aspects of your life. You do not have to wait around for that perfect thing to show itself to you so that you can then have a positive response to it. 
Instead, you positively train your thoughts and vibrations, and then you become the attractor of it or the creator of it. We would encourage you to begin each day with this statement. Today, no matter where I go, no matter what I'm doing, and no matter who I'm doing it with, it's my dominant intent to look for what I am wanting to see. Remember, when you awaken in the morning, you are reborn. While you have slumbered, all attraction has stopped. That's sequestering away for a few hours of sleep, where your consciousness is no longer attracting, gives you a refreshing new beginning. And so unless you wake up in the morning and begin regurgitating what troubled you the day before, it will not trouble you in your new day, in your new birth, in your new beginning. Once a woman said to us, I recently found out that I'm going to be attending three or four holiday parties, and as soon as I heard that, I started thinking, oh no, Mary's going to be there, and then she's going to be gorgeous. I started immediately comparing myself to other people. I'd like to stop doing that and feel good about me, and just enjoy the parties, no matter who's there. Could you help me apply the process of pivoting and positive aspects regarding my self-consciousness? I really don't even want to attend these parties. We explained, while your feeling of self-consciousness is amplified as you consider your attendance of these parties, neither the party nor Mary is the reason for your discomfort. It often seems complicated to sort out your relationships with other people, even tracing the beginning of these feelings back into your childhood, but there is no value in doing that. You have the ability from right where you stand to find positive aspects or negative aspects, to think of the wanted or unwanted. And whether you begin the process right now or several days before you attend your first party, or whether you wait until you are at the party, the work is the same. Look for things that feel good when you focus on them. Because you have more control over what is activated in your own mind, it is usually much easier to find the positive aspects of a situation before you're standing right in the middle of it. If you do imagine the situation as you want it to be, and you do practice your positive response to the upcoming situation, then when you're at the party, you will witness the control that you set into motion days before. You cannot feel good and bad at the same time. You cannot focus upon wanted and unwanted at the same time. If you have trained your thoughts to what you consider to be good or wanted before you arrive at a party, the law of attraction will deliver to you things that feel good and are wanted. It really is as simple as that. If you want to feel different in these upcoming parties than you have felt at parties in previous years, you must begin telling a different story, a better story. The story that you have been telling goes something like this. I'm only invited to these parties because of my relationship with my mate. It really isn't important to anyone that I'm there. I'm not really a part of his work environment, and I don't really understand most of the things that they're interested in. I'm an outsider. Mary doesn't feel like an outsider like I do. Her confidence is obvious in the way she dresses and carries herself. I always feel less attractive, less smart, less everything when I'm near her. I hate feeling like this. I wish I didn't have to go. Here's an example of an attempt at a better feeling story. My mate is well respected at his firm. It's nice that his company occasionally provides an opportunity for people who work there 
to include their spouses and to get to know each other. No one there expects me to be up to speed with the inner workings of that environment. In fact, this will be a party where they will probably enjoy thinking about other things than work. Life is much larger than what happens at my husband's office, and since I'm never there, I may very well appear to be a breath of fresh air to many of them because I'm not bogged down in the things they're troubled about. Mary seems light and friendly. She's clearly not bogged down in office politics or problems. It's fun to watch her. She's interesting. I wonder where she buys her clothes. They're very pretty, the things she wears. You see, it's not necessary that you sort out every insecurity that you have ever felt and use this office party as a means to solve it. Just find something positive to focus on and feel the benefit of having done so. And in time, Mary will be a non-issue or maybe a friend. But in any case, it's your decision to make and your vibrational practice to make it so. Our friend Jerry asked of us, It seems to me that the majority of my discomfort is felt because I'm observing others who are in pain. How could I use the pivoting process to not feel pain about their pain? We explained, whatever the subject of your attention, it contains things that you want to see as well as things you do not want to see. The pain you are feeling is not because the person you are observing is in pain. Your pain is because you have chosen to look at an aspect of them that causes you to feel pain. There's a big difference. Of course, if this person were not feeling pain, but were instead joyful, it would be easier for you to feel joyful. But you must not rely on conditions changing in order to control the way you feel. You must improve your ability to focus positively regardless of the condition. And to do that, it helps to remember that every subject has wanted and unwanted within it, and that if you are deliberate, you can find something that feels better. Of course, it's easier just to observe something that is right before your eyes than it is to deliberately sift for things that you would prefer to see. However, when it really matters to you that you feel good, you will be less willing to merely lazily or sloppily observe, for your desire to feel good will inspire a greater willingness to look for positive aspects. Also, the more often you do look for good-feeling things to focus on, the more of those kinds of good-feeling things the law of attraction will bring to you, until in time, you will be so positively oriented that you simply will not notice the things that don't match your positive orientation. A mother once said to us, in response to our advising her to ignore her son's problems, but won't he feel like I've abandoned him? Shouldn't I be there for him? And we explained to her that there is no abandonment in focusing upon the positive aspects of her son's life. And there is powerful value in abandoning any thought that does not feel good when you think them. We said, you never help anyone by being their sounding board for problems or complaints. By holding an image of improvement in your son's life, you help him move towards that. Be there for him and call him there to a better feeling place. When it's your deliberate intention to feel good, and you really care about how you feel, you will find more and more thoughts about more and more subjects that do feel good. And then you will be better prepared to interface with others who could be feeling good or bad. 
Because of your desire to feel good, you will have prepaved your experience with others with whom you will be interacting. And then it will be much easier for you to focus positively about their situation, no matter what sort of mess they're in. But if you have not been tending to your own vibration, and you have not been consistently holding yourself in good-feeling thoughts then you may be swept away into their situation, and then you may very well feel discomfort. We just want to emphasize that you are not feeling their pain caused by their situation, but instead you are feeling your own pain brought about by your own thinking. There is great control in that knowledge, and in fact, true freedom. When you discover that you can control the way you feel because you can control the thoughts you think, then you are free to joyously move about your planet. But when you believe that the way you feel is dependent upon the behavior and situation of others, and you also understand that you have no control over those behaviors or situations, you do not feel free. That, in fact, was the pain you were describing. Jerry said to us, So when I take my attention off of those who are in trouble, I'll feel good? But still, that doesn't help them feel better. In other words, I haven't solved the problem, I'm just avoiding the problem. We replied, if you do not focus upon their problem, you can continue to feel good, but they will still have the problem. That is true at first, but if you do focus upon their problem, you feel bad, they continue to feel bad, and they still have the problem. And if you continue to focus on their problem, you will have the problem, too, in time. However, if you do not focus upon their problem, but instead try to imagine their solution or a positive outcome, you feel good. And there is then the possibility of your influencing them to more positive thoughts and outcomes. In simple terms, you are never of value to another, and you never offer a solution, when you are feeling negative emotion, because the presence of negative emotion within you means you are focused upon the lack of what is wanted rather than what is wanted. So if someone is having a bad experience and they come into your awareness with a powerful wind of negativity wrapped around them, if you have not already deliberately achieved your alignment with feeling good, you may be swept into their negativity, you may become part of their chain of pain, and you may very well pass your discomfort on to another, who will then pass it on to another, and so on. But, if you have been deliberately setting the tone of your day by putting your head on your pillow each night and saying, Tonight as I sleep, all attraction will stop, which means tomorrow I will have a new beginning, and tomorrow I will look for what I am wanting to see, because I want to feel good, because feeling good is the most important thing. As you awaken in the morning, you will be upon a fresh path, bringing no negativity from the day before. And then as you walk into a room and you see someone with pain coming toward you, as this person comes with his or her pain, you do not become part of it, but instead you provide a better example of happiness. For that which you feel is that which you radiate. Now, it's not likely that just because you remain happy, others will immediately join you in your happiness. In fact, when there is a great disparity between the way you are feeling and the way others are feeling, you will have a difficult time relating to one another. But in time, if you maintain your positive vibrational stance, they will either join you in your positive place or they will vibrate right out of your experience. 
The only way unhappy people can stay in your experience is by your continuing attention to them. If you and two other people were walking along a mountain ledge and you were not watching where you were going and stumbled and fell over the ledge and were hanging by a very flimsy vine and one of your friends was very strong and sure-footed and the other was very clumsy and not focused, which one would you be glad was there? Looking for positive aspects is the way you find your sure footing. It is who you are from an inner perspective. And as you consistently align with increasingly better feeling thoughts, the powerful resources of the universe become available to you. To sympathize with others means to focus upon their situation until you feel as they feel. And since everyone has the potential of feeling wonderful or feeling awful, of succeeding at their desires or failing at their desires, you have options about which aspects of them you sympathize with. We encourage you to sympathize with the best-feeling aspects of others that you can find, and in doing so, you may influence them and improve condition also. And that's the end of that section. And wouldn't it be amazing if we could all be feeling that high vibration, that no matter how anybody else was feeling, we wouldn't come down to that negative level. We would stay where we are because it helps us, and in the end, it helps them. But of course, sometimes we do get pulled down if someone we know is in pain or isn't feeling well or has had a bad day and is telling you about it. But now that we know what I just read, it behooves all of us to really do the best we can to keep ourselves feeling really good. So that way we don't get pulled down and we help them more. So thanks again for listening to this podcast. Maybe give it another listen because there was a lot of wonderful information in there. And if you do want some Law of Attraction coaching from me, where you'll get those processes, techniques, and ideas which will help you keep yourself feeling at a high vibration, which will help you keep yourself feeling good, please contact me. Just go to lifecoachdavid.com, and I always offer a free mini phone session for anyone who's seriously considering coaching. Just remember, you can attract what you want. You can feel really happy and stay that way. You can get through difficult situations in the best way possible. You just have to know how. So wherever you are, whatever time it is, I always like to end my podcast by saying, have a high vibration day. Mm-hmm.